await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 272 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week is a special episode of the show. It's delayed for a purpose. We are breaking down the PlayStation June State of play and there is a lot of things to talk about it's a lot of things to break down in this special episode we're breaking it down game by game and giving you our impressions of the show so with all that said and with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i'm doing great because all i'm thinking about is how close i'm gonna get to lady d oh what do you mean by that good sir what do you mean by that just admiring her figure and her <laughs> gown and that was creepy that was too much no I'm no no sorry. no. we're keeping that in we're keeping that i in. know you're gonna keep it in but i'm just sorry it's <laughs> it's whatever listen vr psvr has gotten yeah. showcased here we got a good glimpse of future games that we're gonna be playing soon as well by third party partners kyle you believe that have you seen this have you heard about I all have. this yeah we experienced it we that did. being said, though, I want to let viewers and listeners know on a mess up that I made because we're coming off literally straight from the state of play. But the state of play to me was so good that I I forgot to hit record midway through our recording. <laughs> so we're recording the first half of this show twice. And you know what, Kyle? Real talk? Hey, yeah. Not even bothered by it because I, I there's just so much to talk about here. Yeah. I'm just so thrilled of what we've seen from this state of play. So I want to just get on in here with you. Mm -hmm. How did you, or what were your expectations walking in for people that didn't listen to the last episode? And what are your immediate impressions walking out? Yeah. So walking in uh, before the show, I, my expectations were in check. I, I knew only to expect third party stuff and some VR things. While also me being me, I was also hyping myself up to do the out of left field hypest of hype moments, <laughs> which didn't happen, which is totally fine. But walking out, I, this was a stellar state of play. It might be one of the best state of plays ever, or yeah. at least the best state of play. It is, I mean, they started strong, they ended strong, and there was no, for me personally, not one single down point where I'm like, I'm a little bummed by this game. This I'm not interested at all. No, I was excited the entire time. Yeah. There's not one game I'm not going to play. So for me walking in my, like my thoughts was like, I'm my expectations. We've been fooled so many times by state of place. Like, let's be real. They're either a hit or a miss. What are we doing here? This one was to me, this, this is how, this is the blueprint from here on out. This is what you do, <laughs> right? If you're PlayStation, this is what a state of f- play should should feel like. Because even if PSVR wasn't for you, the games that they showed were legitimately interesting. They looked mm-hmm. legitimately good. And the games that showcased this, this or the big reveals were legitimately big. They were mm-hmm. something that you're going to be looking forward to, you know, a year on out of here. And it was a good roadmap because nothing was 2024. Everything was either in the coming weeks, months, to tops a year of this event. So to me, I, I feel like this is the blueprint. This was an excellent state of play, and I I really dug it. That being said, Kyle, before we start breaking down what we saw at this state of play, I do want to do just a little bit of housekeeping. All right. Uh, just a little bit. First and foremost, if you like what you hear, please consider rating us five stars either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or both. It really does help us out. It grows this big, beautiful family that we call home here at the Trophy Room. Also, in preparation for the Summer Games Fest Showcase, that is dropping on June uh, 9th, which is on a Thursday. That's usually when our episodes go out. So next week's show is going to be delayed until uh, June 10th, which is that Friday. Now, if there's any big PlayStation news that happens in between then, we'll do maybe a little mini-sode, but just be on the lookout. The next week's show is going to be a day late, but not a dollar short, because there's going to be a ton of PlayStation news there as well. 
And if you really, really like us, you could toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, just like our newest members did. Millennial Falcon Gaming at the Silver Plus tier. Darth Simon the Pie Man at the Silver tier. The Platinum Producers. I want to thank Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members too soon. Gavin Gaffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Red, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, and Stubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members. Hide indoors. Naga Chaka. Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jettos Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vigia, The Lord, Colgi, Elo2032, Stephen Flesh, Jinx the 24th, Bubble Boy and Seven, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, and the Aztec King. Thank you all so much for supporting us the way you do. It's the reason why we look so good, sound so great. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Room. And you get cool little knickknacks when you do. Like this week, we had a console war room where me and Sean place bets on who's going to perform better, uh, this state of play or the Xbox game showcase, and why we're kind of skeptical of both. But I can't wait for the wrap up because I really liked what I saw here. That said, okay. Kyle, let's let's talk about the first game. No more shelling, no more housekeeping. Let's talk about the first game that we saw from this showcase. And it really did, to me, set the tone. So that said, we saw Resident Evil 4 Remake. Kyle, your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts... Little bum, by the way, it was unveiled. I'm not gonna lie. How? I, 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 yes, it was exciting. I'm not gonna sit here and say I was, I was not excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I miss being like intrigued as to, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like the way Art Resident Evil 7 was unveiled, where you were like, wait, what's going on? RE2 being in the eyes of, of a mouse in the back room of the guest oh, station. Okay. Like, like that kind of unveiling where, yeah, we heard like the Spanish mu- music and whatnot, and it just like panned out to like an music, R. Sir. Yeah, it was great. It's great music. <laughs> and what are you trying to pin on me? I don't sir? know. <laughs> um, but that's a the small, tiny little nitpick uh, yeah. aside. It, I'm excited by the way that this, this looks. It is a reimagining of RE4. Uh, I hope they fix things like I don't want to be yelling at Ashley the entire time. Mm. Um, if it's anything like RE2 remake and RE3 remake, even though it wasn't as good as the second one, um, it's going to be really, really good. And we both have recently played this like in the last year or so. Yeah. So it's still fresh in our minds. So I'm even more excited to see how much better it's going to feel and look and how are they going to make this age well? Because mm-hmm. a lot of that original game didn't really age all that well. In our opinion. In our opinion. Yell, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the Iron Maidens are one of the best Resident Evil enemies of all time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff in there, but some of it not great. Yeah. I think for, for me, I get what you're saying now, because honestly, when we talked about it before, you're like, I wasn't a fan of this trailer. I'm like, how, how so? And I think by putting it perfectly, like, yeah, being the little mouse in yeah. RE2, like that was such a neat little reveal where this one felt a little bit more traditional. Um, and it even kind of gave me like the vibes of The Last of Us. And maybe it's because of the Spanish mm-hmm. guitar mm-hmm. in the back. But I I, I do want to lend some caution. This is a rea- quote unquote reimagining uh, of Resident Evil 4. So that may strike hardcore fans a little, a little bit too close because they're just mm-hmm. like, I... I really love this game to to so many. It's their favorite Resident Evil game. It, it, it may be, it may be a little much for them, or maybe lend credence to them being skeptical. For me, there was parts in Resident Evil Four that could have easily been cut down, like parts of the castle. Uh, there's parts at the end that felt way too action game e, mm-hmm. or even some boss fights that were. I mean, really listen, easily cheesed. Leon falling out of a second story of a building, doing a flip and roundhouse kicking somebody. <laughs> Not the most realistic thing in the world. Right. And I think if this lends it to be a more grounded st- story or just cut out some of the fluff, maybe add some new parts to it. That's awesome to me. So mm-hmm. I am giving them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't take the easy road 
by going with just a straight up, you know, pretty much port. I am curious because Kyle, here's the neat thing about Resident Evil 4 remake. What's that? It's also going to be on PlayStation VR too. It sure is. And it gets me thinking. Oculus uh, o- Oculus has Resident Evil 4 on on VR. It seems like they literally made it again in VR for PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. I, that's what I'm curious about. Is it just Resident Evil because, 4, like the Oculus version, or is this well, something Well, the Oculus the version from the still kind of looks like the original game. Yeah, it's just literally just It's not this VR. updated visual, so I, I feel, because I even think that one was made by an outside company. Oh, okay. I don't think right. it was done internally at a Capcom. I could yeah. be wrong. Let me try to fact check myself. No, don't but worry about I, it. yeah, state it as fact, think, and you'll never be wrong in your life. I think it's stellar that once again, Resident Evil is putting PlayStation VR on its back. Yeah, and be like, hey, you want to play a big budget trip quadruple A triple A game? Resident Evil. We got it with seven. You're gonna get it with RE4 here. We're gonna, you're going to get it with Village, which we'll talk about next. Like, they're really doing excellent work for PlayStation VR. Yeah, I mean, let's let's get right into the next thing because I think Resident Evil Four was an unknown quantity. It just was a matter of when, but it's cool. It's going to be coming out May twenty fourth or twenty third, twenty twenty three. So next year, March. They, they not love- May. Sorry, March. So they love the springtime, man. But- also, yeah, RE4 remake VR uh, was made by Armature Studio, partner okay. with Oculus Studio. So not really in house. Yeah. All righty. Well, you know what? Uh, Zuckerberg maybe felt like he maybe got a little ripped off with this announcement <laughs> because that looks it, it looks stellar. Uh, that being said, quickly, Resident Evil Village getting a VR mode for yeah. PlayStation VR two, full game. Full game, it looks great. Like the fidelity ain't mm-hmm. dropping from mm-hmm. VR to you know PlayStation Five that dramatic. Like yeah. it looks like a PS4 game, and that's what I was stunned by. Because mm-hmm. now I'm way more interested to jump into Village than I ever was because it's in VR. It Did you awesome. ever finish Village? No, mm. it, it was too, it was uh, for me. It felt a little bit too action heavy. Yeah, so I mean maybe, that's where I fall on it. Yeah, so maybe with this VR mode, it gets me thinking about I, going I back in. I do not want to go back to that house in VR. You know what <laughs> house I'm talking about, too. I am not doing it. All right, all right. No, Next you. on the list, Kyle, is a little game called Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2 Retribution. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what are your thoughts on this a bad boy right here? It looks great. It looks yeah. like a, a. I know the first one is pretty good from what you tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a zombie game is perfect for VR, uh, yeah. of of fending off zombies and and in a first person thing. I, you're probably super immersed into that world. Uh, it's cool that it's already getting a sequel. And again, PSVR two. Uh, the trailer ended with a t- uh, 2022 date, and it confused us a little bit. Yeah. Like, does that mean it's PSVR 2? No. Uh, the original PSVR game, a version of it, is coming out this year. The PSVR 2 version is out next year in 2023. Yeah. So, yeah. again, that is kind of a confirmation that PSVR 2 is not this year. Yep. And in, it- in a slight way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. I definitely feel like yeah. the more we're looking at this, PSVR 2 is definitely a February and or March deal, especially because of Resident Evil 4 maybe lends a little wink and a nod to it. But it did catch me off guard because I was like, wait a second, coming out in the fall 2022, what does that what does that really mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for me, that caught me a little off guard, but it seems like this is a non PSVR title as well as a VR title. So awesome that you get to kind of choose between PS5 to PSVR. But to me, I I feel like with how the game looks, because it doesn't look graphically that amazing to warrant for me playing it on a PS5, mm-hmm. where I could let the visuals go on PSVR too, because I'm being immersed, you know, uh, in such a way, in such a personal way um, with the VR headset. So for me, 
I'm I'm in on this game. This game was one of the highlights for VR itself. Um, you know, I think of this game, I think of games like Half-Life Alex, I think of games like Moss, the games that did it right. So seeing this game get, you know, some love on this state of play is great because it's getting love on other places as well, like Oculus. So you're seeing PlayStation being really focused on VR in a really cool way. So Saints and Sinners totally up my alley. I'm going to be trying it out because the cool thing about Saints and Sinners, Kyle, is it's not like on rails. This is you're getting to move around. So yeah, like there's parts where like you're walking the, the, you know, the roads of, I believe it's uh, Louisiana, right. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're kind of moving along and there's just a horde of walkers coming by and you just rev up your chainsaw and you're ready to go. Right. Like you're breaking out your Uzis and you're running past dudes and you're blowing them away. Like it's, it's a really awesome game and I'm loving that it's getting a sequel. So, so that is walking dead. Saints and sinners looks phenomenal. Looks great. The next game is one that, I'm surprised that like it was in the showcase to be completely honest because it's already out on PSVR, but it's kind of maybe reaffirming that this is like an update specifically for PSVR two. So that is no man's sky comes to PSVR two. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is an article by Sean Murray on the PS oh, okay, block. Cool. Uh, um, three years ago, we launched our beyond update and reimagined no man's sky as a true virtual reality experience. It's a huge undertaking, but overnight it became one of the biggest VR titles as we released it as a free update for every member of our large community. We wanted players to experience our universe from an entirely new perspective and play through its entirety fully immersed in VR. Today, we are happy to announce that No Man's Sky is in development for PlayStation VR 2. PSVR 2 system also currently in development. (laughs) It's also (laughs) a fantastic moment for us to focus on our virtual reality experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's just talking about what it took to make VR uh, yeah. this game in VR. So let me stop you right there. Oh, more Does, specific features in the coming months. Okay. Does this mean PSVR two isn't backwards compatible? That is a great question. This does not help with that, that, that theory. You know what I mean? It because, definitely doesn't. Yeah. Because like, if this is just like the, let's say the PS five version equivalent to a PS four game. Uh-huh. I don't want an upgrade fee for VR. Yeah. Um, that, that doesn't give me good vibes off the get, but if I have to buy this game wholesale, that's going to really, really bug me. I hope they didn't PS three it with a cell processor. That's uh, the other the thing. VR too. I hope, I hope they didn't make something that makes it harder for older games to, be played on on this one. maybe you give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because we don't know how the technology reads the input that you're using like the controllers yeah. and stuff uh-huh. but like that's a bit of a bummer yeah if if that is the case we don't know but having that there could be the canary in the coal mine of maybe psvr2 I'm hoping it's just like to take advantage of like the haptics. That's what I'm hoping. And the 4K and the eye tracking and stuff like that. I hope that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the one we're really excited about. All right. You ready for this? Oh, boy. And I have the blog post ready. So whenever. You know what? Just take it away. Oh, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Horizon Call of the Mountain gameplay trailer revealed and Horizon Forbidden West gets update, including New Game Plus. This comes. This is written by Ben McCaw on the PS Blog, narrative director over at Gorilla. In early January, we offered you a glimpse into Horizon Call of the Mountain, a new adventure created exclusively for PlayStation VR 2. And then in brackets, PSVR 2 system currently in development. And now we're excited <laughs> to share a new trailer with you featuring some of the action and adventure that will take place in this upcoming game. Meet Rias, Horizon Call of the Mountain's protagonist. The world of Horizon is spectacular up close. In Call of the Mountain, you'll be seeing it through the eyes of Rias, a former Shadow Karja warrior who hopes to redeem himself by investigating a grave new threat to the Sundom. He is a master at climbing and archery, two skills crucial to survival as you step into his shoes, scaling perilous mountains and taking down mighty machines like the Thunderjaw. Throughout your journey, you'll master various tools and weapons and use the world's many materials to craft additional gear, equipping you you for any situation. But you won't be going it alone. Along the way, you'll meet Horizon characters new and old, including 
Aloy herself. I was Alongside the game's main story, Call of the Mountain will also offer an exciting, immersive river ride experience. Take a seat and enjoy the gorgeous views of the world of Horizon, but look out, some uninvited machines may try to come aboard. The River Ride is a perfect way for a player using the PSVR 2 headset to share the magic of PSVR 2 with your friends and family as they watch along on a connected display. Horizon oh, wow. Call of the Mountain has been proudly developed together with the talented team at Fire Sprite. Um, and then Horizon for Midwest gets a big update. Uh, yeah. We're so thankful for our incredible, talented community and happy to announce that a major update will be released today. It includes the much-requested New Game Plus feature and Ultra Hard Mode for those who want, cha- want to challenge themselves further, but also a host of quality-of-life features that we know our community would appreciate. The mm. Transmog feature allows players to easily customize the cosmetics of their equipped outfit to look like any other owned outfit, and with respect, players are f- unable to freely reset their skill points and redistribute them. Think you can still take down that slaughter spine? This update also comes with a dedicated trophy pack so you can track your victories as you revisit the Forbidden West at Ultra Hard through New Game Plus. Additionally, there's a new herbalist vendor who sells animal parts, and we've revamped temporal anti-aliasing to improve the visual fidelity of our performance mode on PS5 and rendering on PS4 Pro. We're also we're already working on an upcoming patch, which will include VRR support and a 40 frames per second mode. So stay tuned for more. Oh, wow. All right. So a whole lot to unpack there. Yeah. A whole lot to unpack there. Let's start with let's start with Call the Mountain. Call the Mountain. Looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. I I love that we're going to hang out with characters we already know and get to see them in vr mm-hmm. um i'm excited to climb in, in this game because like you do a lot of climbing as aloy but i feel like just being able to hang off the side of a cliff and looking around in vr is looking down special. it's gonna be pretty special yeah yeah and i like yeah. this the river ride thing which is what we saw in the trailer a little bit that's kind yeah. of like i view it as the gateway to vr like that Absolutely. is the tech demo to show your friends, your mom, your dad, grandparents. Like, hey, put this on and just look around and see. It's the PlayStation <laughs> Worlds uh, of VR too. Put the VR on Nana, who's like, yeah, seen World War Two. <laughs> she's just fighting a giant mech, a, a giant mech beast. alligator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flashbacks. Um, so real talk. I love what you just said right there. Like, yeah, traversal looking down going, oh, my God, that's a that's a mighty big drop. But I also feel like it lends to the idea of a controlled VR experience where like you're seeing the combat and the combat looks pretty, pretty damn great because, yeah, it puts you into the into the shoes of a Karja warrior. You're you're putting the arrow and just like cocking it back. Uh, I can't wait to reach behind me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And fire yeah, off yeah. an arrow. And then there's also, it looks like neat little dodge mechanics that you're doing too. So I'm thinking you might be able to just move your body one way to dodge mm-hmm. like a shot, mm-hmm. or maybe you're just pressing a button to make it easier for the user. Sure. Yeah. That has me really excited of like, how's that going to work? How am I switching ammo? How am I, can, can I switch weapons? Is it only a bow and arrow? Mm-hmm. Like, that that intrigues me and on a story perspective horizon's such an intimate story right like there's this huge story at play but like aloy is intimately involved with it how is reyes going to be involved with this story is it just uh-huh. a redemption arc or is it something more to that yeah. that's what i'm that's what i'm curious about when it comes to that yeah um but yeah it looks phenomenal coming out 2023 so yeah. writings on the wall, this PSVR two may not be backwards compatible uh-huh. and coming out next year. So that that is the launch game to get. Absolutely. This this Hopefully looks, it is a launch game. It's gotta be though. It's gotta be. It's yeah. gotta be. And it, it it's it's kind of hopefully inspired by games like Half Life Alex, which sadly we didn't see here, but no. mm-hmm. honestly, can't say I'm too sad by. And with no. all the updates from Horizon awesome news if you're a horizon fan just like kyle having like the world's so beautiful now you get this just first person view of it like you're in it that's the thing that i'm the most excited by like you're gonna truly get lost in this world i really i really hope and i i I really hope they do this Hmm. 
where there is like a you know how you like unlock um like game art and assets and things in some games you can use like unlock tokens it's like character models and whatnot i hope that you have the machines in-game modeled where you can in vr go up close and look at a thunder draw up close and see just how detailed everything yep. is i would be so jazzed kind of like in like like in gt7 where you can just like yes. inspect the cars yes. open the door poke at the radio but like, just walk right up to a long neck and be like whoa and see the yeah. scale of it and like oh my god that's gonna be maybe I be able so. to climb it Oh, oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Awesome. All right, Here's the next big one. Are you sitting down? Everybody, are you sitting down? Are you holding on to something? (laughs) Because you might want to hold on to something. Spider-Man, remastered, Nixus, and Insomniac, porting this game over to PC. Wild. Wild stuff. You you said, like, when when it came up, like... They said, oh, here's a PlayStation fan favorite coming to PC. We're like, oh, Returnal, it's been leaked. We talked about it on the show. And then the Insomniac logo popped up. I was like, oh, snap. It's like, settle down, guys, for the love of God. But it looks like this is the reason why they bought Nixus. Yeah. They saw what they did with Spider-Man, and they were just like, "Let's, can you work on more stuff for us, like forever? Yeah. <laughs> also, awesome. um, Yuna in chat put it in um, – put this info in earlier Mm. but uh playstation also tweeted out that miles morales is also coming to pc in the holiday of this year oh that's awesome yeah sony's about to make a whole lot of money yes yes they are (laughs) because kyle i even said it well i'm like i'm gonna buy this game again and play it on my steam deck i'm a fool i'm a big idiot i don't know i don't know what it is but i want to earn whatever the steam stickers equivalent to <laughs> trophies are again. Cause like, yeah. I was, I literally, I'm like, I want to go back to this game and earn trophies literally the other day. <laughs> and now I get to do that. Yes. Uh-huh. Please for the low. And on my steam deck, Kyle. Great. Yeah. Next thing to, though, as well, when, when we're talking about Spider-Man, um, we were talking about it in the stream. People are going to mob the shit out of this game. Oh, absolutely. At their I own feel like suits. we talk about that with every PlayStation game that comes to yeah. PC. But it is exciting. Oh, yeah. It really is because I want to be Macho Man Randy Savage. I think I loved how that is your go-to when it comes to mods. Just put Macho Man in there. I think it was Spider in chat earlier. He was like, oh, I can't wait to play this game as Venom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Yeah, people are going to have a lot of fun here. Spider Gwen, like, people are going to have a lot of fun. I can't can't Spider in chat right now, ready for Venom, Toby, and Andrew mods. Oh my God! Yes. Can you imagine? That's yeah. I'm imagining right now. So okay, Spider Man, August, uh, August, twelfth. Sorry, I said eleventh. PC, awesome. This is great news. If you're one of these like PlayStation, like PC, uh, sucks for you. This is gonna happen. Uh, Stray, seen more of it. Kitty Cat Adventure Game where you're traveling through, platforming through mm-hmm. a robotic like civilization um looks cute looks adorable july 12th or sorry july 19th 19th. here's a kicker yeah this is something we've wanted kyle yeah yeah it's coming out for playstation plus extra members for no additional fee premium and deluxe yep premium and deluxe uh folks get this game for no additional fee so already, it seems like PlayStation is setting up this. Hey, you want cool indies? Day one, man. So yeah. how do you, how are your thoughts? I've talked way too much. How are your thoughts on Stray? Because oh. I know you're the big indie fan I, here. Yeah, how does it I'm look so excited. It's it looks like a world that I'm excited to explore and figure out what's going on with this little kitty and all these robots. Yeah, um, yeah it looks great. I oh, love the so news cute. about PS Plus. Like I was going to buy it anyway. But I'm I'm very happy to know that this sets a precedent for future indie games or future smaller scale. I put quote unquote uh, uh, games when it comes to the PlayStation Plus Deluxe and Premium tier, and also this begins the start of state of play, where everyone always talks about like what can PlayStation do for indies? 
he- oh, a good chunk of the show, I would say maybe a third, mm-hmm. are indies. Mm-hmm. So they definitely put the spotlight on some really cool looking indies and and had a book ended in between Resident Evil 4 remake and Final Fantasy 16 at the end. Yeah. Like, um, they did a lot for these games. Yeah. I would die for this cat. I'm just he's so literally look at his <laughs> little nubby nubby paws. It's just very cute. Um nonetheless, I can't I get distracted. He's so cute. <laughs> he hissed. Oh, he hissed. All right. So yeah, no, Stray looks great. I'm excited that this is like when you talk about what they can do for indies, putting them on this service is definitely what they can do to highlight some mm-hmm. awesome indie games that PlayStation thinks is gonna gravitate the hardcore audience to this service so that they can lose themselves in more games. So awesome to see stray out there. It looks phenomenal. It looks really fun. And I'll be playing it for no additional fee. Got day and date <laughs> day one. Uh, <laughs> the next game, Kyle. I told you. Oh boy. <laughs> I told you. Oh boy. Callisto protocol. Yeah. The um, Dead I, Space inspired there is spiritual a successor. PS blog post. So if you want me to read that, I can. Yeah, read like three paragraphs if you may. Sure. The Callisto Protocol sci fi horror gameplay reveal, written by Glenn Schofield, CEO of Striking Distance Studios. Some of you may know me as the creator of Dead Space. I'm excited to be returning to my roots with an all new take on the sci fi survival horror genre. I hope you like what we've got to show you today. Set on Jupiter's dead moon, Callisto, in 2320, the Callisto Protocol is the story of Jacob Lee, an inmate at Black Iron Prison who must fight for his life when a mysterious outbreak throws the moon into chaos. Prison guards and inmates are mutating into monstrous creatures called biophage, and Jacob must battle to survive the horrors of Black Iron and uncover the dark secrets of the United Jupiter Company. Creating terrifying terrifying moments in games is hard. To bring the world of the Callisto Protocol to life, the team uses a process we call horror engineering to handcraft unforgettable scares. It's about blending atmosphere, tension, brutality, helplessness, and humanity to thrill players and hopefully scare the crap out of them. PS5's 3D audio capabilities, um, they take full advantage of it and leverage acoustic ray tracing, diffraction, and portaling to fully immerse players in the world, from the monster sounds of the biophage echoing from long, dark hallways to the ambient whirring of broken prison machinery. Audio is a huge feature in making players feel trapped, isolated, and alone. Um, And then it goes on about more of the game. But it says the game comes out around the world on PS5 and PS4 on December 2nd, 2022. This game is just, it looks grotesque in the best ways possible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like Scorn. When I saw Scorn, I was like, this is disgusting kind of disgusting penisy monsters. And I'm not (laughs) dealing with it. Don't like it. Uh uh I love Glenn's work. Dead Space is my favorite horror game. It is one of my favorite games of all time. So I was day one on this. But Jesus, this looks like the brutality of The Last of Us in, in terms of fist fighting. Because instead of a laser or plasma cutter, you are you have a baton that has like electricity on it. Mm-hmm. An electrified baton. That's it. So it's all about getting close and personal with these biophages. And it just looks absolutely terrifying. Like when they're talking about engineering horror, it literally you're crawling through, as you were saying that you see Jacob, I believe is the main protagonist name. Mm -hmm. Also played by Josh Duhamel in this game. Yeah. Actor Josh Duhamel. Which fantastic. Um, And you're, you're crawling through and you just see this thing's face and the eyes just peer at you. And it's just, it's just horrifying. Yeah. But like it looks at you and nothing happens. It's like, yeah, engineering that suspense, engineering that dread, that horror, this game absolutely gets. And I cannot wait to see what Striking Distance does. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm thrilled. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, what say you? What say you? I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'm usually not a horror guy. I'm slowly becoming more of a horror gamer. Uh, I'm excited to see what the creator of Dead Space does. And I feel like this is a good 
appetizer for the Dead Space remake next year. Which, if I'm not mistaken... Is it February? March? No, no, no. Jan- I, I think it's January, like, 17th. So, Look it up for me real fast. Yeah, I will. Because that's... Uh, Weeks apart, I, my do you heart think, can't take Do you it. think Glenn was, like, a little bit petty? Yes. I was like, well, we got to get this out before the Dead Space remake. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. I mean, that's what I would be like. <laughs> Absolutely, like, right? A, are you serious? Ian? Yeah, January 2023. Yeah. So this game coming out a month before its literal predecessor, Ooh. Dead Space. I'm eating in the best ways. Yeah. December 2nd, right? Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cannot come soon enough. PS5 looks, and PS4. This looks terrifying. All right, here's yeah. a game that you you liked. Roller Dome. Roller Drome. Roller, Roller Drome. Indie game, yeah. cell shaded, yeah. Rollerblades with guns, yeah. Elaborate, please. <laughs> uh, it's a futuristic skater shooter from Ali Ali World's Roll Seven. Uh, this also mm. has a blog post. So I won't go crazy into it, but in Roller Drome, slowing down or stopping is a surefire way to get yourself killed. Chase the adrenaline and keep up the pace at all times. You need to be constantly moving and carving paths through the arena. Focus on dodging enemy t- attacks and pulling off tricks. Both will restock your ammo. You can fire at enemies to reduce their health and stagger them as you go, but don't be tempted to stop moving. So that's Ooh. cool. So you do tricks and stuff and dodging, that will restock your ammo. Okay. I love that. Instead of just picking up ammo in the um, in the world, you actually yeah. have to do tricks to restock the ammo. That's cool. It's yeah. like roller derby, but to the insane degree. Like, um, what was that show on? What was it? SNES. I said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the it, it was like a game show of you were a contestant oh. on a game show that, that killed that killed other players. What was oh. the name of that? What up, Point in Progress? Thanks for reading us. Hello. What was oh, that I totally name forget. of that game? Something TV, right? Oh my god, it's it's gonna haunt me. <laughs> it's gonna Chat, haunt me. please help me out if you know help. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But, Super Smash ball. TV. Thank you, Spider. Super Smash. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, I, it gives me that vibes, uh, but with roller skates. And I love Ali Ali World. I love what Roll 7 does. It's yeah. got that aesthetic to it. If it moves just as well as you do in Ali Ali World, um, I'm I'm in. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm willing to give this a shot. It didn't like light me up, but. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. If it comes to PlayStation Extra or Deluxe and or Premium, uh-huh. absolutely I will. All right, Eternal Nights. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it what it is. Uh huh. Please don't get offended. Okay. Weep shit. <laughs> uh, so like, what's weep shit, Joe? Let's elaborate. What uh-huh. what does that mean? You know, are you just gonna like duke on a on a whole genre? Yeah, kind of. Uh, because this is what it is. Uh, again, anime focus, not my jam, but. The, this guy has his arm cut off and now he's grown it back, but it's with light and you use that to fight these futuristic looking monsters, mm-hmm. but you're still trying to get your freak on yeah. because this is not just a J, you know, or not a JRPG, but a Japanese action game. This is also a dating sim. Yeah. You're all in high school. And of course there is a, a, a high school girl shooting fireballs out of her hand type of stuff. So. I feel like I described 95% of all Japanese action games. Okay. And that's because I did. This looks not great. Um, this looks like a whole lot of QTEs. Kyle, am I wrong? Have I just offended a whole people? You let me know. You you definitely did offend a, a whole genre <laughs> of video game players out there. Um, this also has a blog post on the PS blog about it. Um, yeah, it's maybe from, they, it's they from, deserve at least a paragraph. Yeah. Uh, it's from this, the studio Psy, um, who's a small, fully remote, independent studio, okay. um, and it is their very first game, which oh, is I really, really cool. Such an asshole. I was, that's why I didn't say anything while you were talking. I was like, oh, <laughs> Joe's going to get it. Eternites is a dating action game where you try to make the most out of life during the apocalypse. So you scavenge for supplies, explore dungeons, and go on dates. Um okay. It's it sounds like it's a lot of persona outside of dungeons where you are choosing to spend your time with people to 
raise your confidant ranking with them mm. deepen the relationship and then it unlocks new skills for the dungeons by doing that um so it is important it's not just to, you know go have sexy time with other characters it actually gives you an in-game benefit of giving you skills to tackle the dungeons from what it sounds like fair enough you know yeah. what i love uh, again <laughs> I'm a dick. day a debut game on a yeah. state of play yeah again playstation's putting the work in for indies absolutely here here's you know and you know what i will try that game out now because i i do feel awful you guys keep keep doing keep keep Ladies and gentlemen, we got Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one up. Street Fighter 6 2023. No confirmed platform. I mean, it's PS5, PS4, but we don't know right now if it's an exclusive. Kyle, if you can scour. Available in 2023 post. on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Psst, did you notice anything appear on the Battle Hub screen at the end? No, because I'm not a big that was Street in Fighter the, fan. That was in the PS blog post. Oh, so maybe there is something on that battle hub screen at the end. Okay. Well, the one thing that you caught immediately, this is an open world game. At least you're getting hubs. I'm going to try to find what it says in here because I was very, very odd. It was very odd and it doesn't look very good on that aspect, but it seems like you're running around the city looking to fight people. So it's like, hey, you want to fight? And they're like, yeah, sure. And yeah. then you start fighting. I don't know how useful that's going to be as a game mechanic because um, it really does scream like – really like think of like Splatoon for you you dweebs out there like me. You're running around this little city. Instead of talking to merchants, you are – you know, you want to fight, old man? <laughs> I, there, that's there's much a lot of interesting stuff in this blog, so I'm going to read a little bit of okay, it. Okay, please. Um Really quickly, uh, for those who are worried that fighting game inputs are too complicated and just want to unleash your inner fighter, we have a solution in the form of a new control type option. First off, classic control type is what veterans can expect to use for inputs with its six-button layout. New to Street Fighter VI is the modern control type, which allows for easier inputs where a special move can be performed by combining the special move button with one directional input. I love that. That's I was going to say, that's again. actually awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, another really cool thing, apparently, is uh, we're happy to announce a new feature that will add all the hype of a competitive match with act- without actually being in one. Enter mm. the real-time commentary feature. We're working with well-known FGC commentators and other recognizable faces to incorporate their voices directly into the game. Enter a match, and as the fight goes on, their voices will narrate what is happening on screen, just like a real tournament. In addition to the added excitement, this feature will also provide easy-to-understand explanations about gameplay. This will help anyone new to Street Fighter have a better grasp on the mechanics to use for future battles. Uh, Support subtitles in 13 languages um that's really cool so i love watching fighting game tournaments just to hear how excited the commentators are Mm. so if they're incorporating that into the game and i will get that without having to play online that is pretty cool yeah um and then the last thing is they talk about the new worlds so you saw the world tour and battle hub world tour is a single player immersive story mode that pushes the boundaries of what a fighting game is and allows you to leave your own legacy within street fighter 6 with your player avatar and while battle hub briefly shown at the end of the trailer seems just like a venue for online matches it will also bring new and unique forms of engagements and communication both of these modes will require a deeper dive in the future and we can't wait to discuss them in more detail there's like a quick little thing that flashes here it's oh, it's almost like a, it? yeah it's like it's almost like a blink and you missed it type of thing uh-huh. um so I, I i so you know someone on twitter's already got it down yeah right all that jazz um okay all right i like the input because i'm dumb uh, my hands don't work good yep mm-hmm Awesome for someone that doesn't do fighters to maybe possibly get into them. Yeah. Me, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of half and half, though, on this game, because I don't know about. I really don't know about the open world stuff. I don't know about, like, bringing in, like, it looks like people in that field. <laughs> like, it's a profession uh, to be part of the game. I kind of always feel like that's a little cheesy, but. I do love the simplicity of the fighting if you're a noob like me and what you mentioned, Kyle. So I'll, I'll let you have it. 
uh, I'll just mention it real quick. Yeah. It's like the splash. It's it's like yeah. kind of like when you do a really good hit, it's like this splash of color that lands off of them. So like it to me, it feels like it's a Street Fighter game in the yeah. most basic sense where when I think of a city, one of the first things I think of is graffiti. So if you're going to have a Street Fighter and you're getting hit and you're splashing these bright neon colors that land on the ground after big hits, that's kind of cool. I do dig the aesthetic there a little bit. Yeah. Um, the characters are, are wildly improportionate <laughs> in their bodies. <laughs> like Ryu is Thick. a brick house. <laughs> yeah. He is, uh, he is and Chun-Li is boy. always Chun-Li, and I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Let's not complain about Chun-Li. I, I will never complain. Let's not take Chun-Li away from me, please, for the love of God. But Ryu is a thick boy. He's a thick boy. And, you know, I think about it. He has a slanger, apparently, Kyle. Oh, God. Oh, no. He has a slanger. Oh, you have to no. mention that. Okay, so Street Fighter Six. We're not fighter fans. We yeah. hope you guys enjoy it. And let us know if you do. Like, if you're a fighter person, whatever... Let us know in the comments. Was this your jam? Did you like it? Did you not? Why? Why not? Um, next, just a little brief one. Yeah. Tunic, the twenty seventh of September, coming from Xbox now over to uh, to PlayStation. Yeah. PS four, PS five. Day one for me. Yep. I Season. can see that also being part uh, similar to what Stray is on the yeah. PS plus systems. I also see the next game season. Yeah, Coming. I hope so. They said autumn. Let's just say fall. Yeah. We don't I believe need... they're a Canadian studio. Well, Canadians, it's fall. Okay. Uh, we won the war. Remember that? So know your place. No, we didn't. It was a draw, but yeah. you, know, you took Detroit. Who really <laughs> won? Um, I've spoken about season before on the yeah. show a very long time ago. It was the 6 one indie game of the show at PAX Ooh. a few years ago. Um, you basically play as a person who exists outside of the world as we know it on their own little island, and they are observers. And it's your job. The Earth is about to turn into an apocalyptic mess and, and be gone forever. So it's your job to record its history, and you choose what you want to remember this world as. So you go up to this pond, and you can choose whether you want to remember its visuals you want to remember the way it sounds. You want to remember the way it smells. And you get to craft your own little thing. I don't know if that's changed. Um, I will. I do want to mention that this studio did have a little issue with it. Yeah. The creative head um, turned out to be an asshole, uh, for lack of better terms. And it was uh, just Dish awful shady to its stuff, employees. Right? Yeah, yeah, awful to to their employees. No um, longer with them. I don't know. I know there was an internal investigation. I don't remember what it turned okay. out to be. We'll let but you know in the next episode. But the game is is special. Uh, I could see it being a journey esque kind of experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Seasons, great, cool. Yeah. But also be wary. You know. Sure. But. Final Fantasy 16. Ain't nothing to worry about here. Ain't this nothing to worry about here. Looks as a non okay, so as a non Final yeah. Fantasy fan, like my mm-hmm. first game mm-hmm. was remake Final seven. Fantasy 7 remake. Yeah. So like I'm new, I'm optimistic, I want to come at this differently, and I was just happy to be there. I have yeah. no idea what like any of these characters are. So I want to kind of come to you with this. Mm-hmm. It looks like all these big giant gods, like Infrit and Odin, Shiva, Shiva Titan. Titan, have like reemerged from the ground and it's causing a ruckus. Yeah. What did you think of this trailer? What are those beings? Are they like gods? What was your take as the big Final Fantasy person? Yeah. So they, they've changed from game to game. Like in Final Fantasy VII, they're just materia. Mm-hmm. They're they're like th- these beings that you summon just to help you out in battle. I forgot the lore uh, of them, but in Fake other game. in other games they are gods. Uh, they're called uh, Eid- Eidolons, I think. From Final Fantasy X is what they call them. Okay. Um, where 
at Yuna, as Yuna, you go on a pilgrimage and you pray at each church and you get access to use them in battle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. In this one, uh, on the PS blog post, they name them as Econs, uh, is what they're calling these godlike beings. Okay. And from what I, what the trailer did and from what I remember from the first trailer, each one is tied to a person. And mm. it feels like it's like their inner, inner beast coming out. To, okay. to help them fight um i'm trying to there, there's like a movie or something that kind of ties into that, <laughs> ties it all together okay so these yeah. are like these are like otherworldly beings that have yeah, taken kind of like human hosts type of thing most of them in that trailer are from past final fantasy games i'm pretty sure they all are okay um question yeah is this the thing that ties final fantasies together no okay no final fantasies usually don't other than just by names of characters and spells and these summons, these beings, yeah, they're they're never directly referenced from what I remember. Like you're not gonna hear a mention of Cloud, right? You're not right. gonna hear a, a Titus reference here or anything. But what I will say is the earlier Final Fantasies were all in the medieval setting, yeah. So this is going back to that, which hasn't been seen since twelve. Oh wow! So it's been a minute. I think twelve was the last like medieval kind of setting, a bit. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to go back to that kind of world and not have everything be so sci-fi in Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it looks fantastic. I'm really what I dug here was the combat because the one thing that like Final Fantasy, what was it, fifteen? didn't do for me was the combat kind of felt a little off this one what you mentioned it did feel like a mixture of final fantasy 7 remake yeah with some more action focused uh combat and mm-hmm. it seems like it's it's um it's much more intimate in the way of like you don't have this big open world you have this like arena that you're going through fighting these fighting these guys so mm-hmm. to me i looked at this and i was i was I'm open-minded. I'm not going to sit here and be like, just because the rumor has is that Square is going to be acquired by PlayStation, that uh, magically this is the most hyped thing for me. But to me, I'm coming at this with an open mind because I loved Final Fantasy VII Remake, thought it was a great game. This also looks really great as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everything here seems like it's it's going over smoothly. I want to know what your thoughts are on that, but I'll also... How believable is that date of su- summer 2023? Very believable. And before yeah. we move on, the most famous Seamus that ever was and ever will be in chat says, wait, is 14 not medieval? I, I should specify from main single player Final Fantasies. Okay. It hasn't been medieval since 12. It's I haven't played the online one, even though I know 14 is massive and stellar from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sorry. Your question was the date and yeah, am I? Combat worried about the combat no i'm not worried about the combat i think it looks cool i do think it's a little hokey is not the right word Uh oh. but like the the big acons the summons mm-hmm. fighting with their health bars on the top was a little weird yeah i i don't know if i love that but it's gotta it's gotta feel good i think and i think that's one of those things where if it wasn't with the health bars and we were just seeing the battle, we'd be like, oh, man, that's awesome. But seeing it, that it's an actual gameplay moment and not like a cutscene. Yeah. It, it changes my mind a little bit on it. Okay. Okay. Well, that said, I I, li- I actually like the health bars because then it shows it's not. Yeah, it is not a CG. This is yeah, for sure. actually real. It's mm-hmm. legit. You're actually doing this, which I dug. And overall, Kyle, as the big Final Fantasy nerd, um, in all res- like res- respect, I'm saying yeah. that with reverence. I guess, yeah. yeah. How hyped? Ten out of ten hype. You're trying to be a little bit realistic with yourself. What are you doing? I'm trying to be realistic with myself because I was super hyped for 15, and I still haven't beaten it because um, I just wasn't digging it. So I would say I'm at a nine out of ten. Okay, five plus sixteen. I'm happy. There's there's a new mainline one. Um, it's been a while and I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping yeah. it's good. Yeah, I am too. And again, coming off of final fantasy seven remake to this, I only really know that well. So I'm, 
I'm coming with high hopes because Square lately has been kind of hit or miss, but you kind of know which ones are going to miss, if that makes any sense. Yep. Like, you didn't look at Babylon's Fall and had a lot of faith. You didn't look, look at Strangers in Paradise going, yep, that's it. That's Game of the Year candidate mm-hmm. right there. Uh, but this game, you, you see a lot of time, effort, talent went into this. Um, yeah. That said, to close out the show, it's time for our favorite segment, the Sony Pony Express. Um, I wanted to get your overall thoughts or the audience's overall thoughts on the show and any questions that they may have had. So these are coming up right out the gate. I did not screen these. Um, uh oh. <laughs> the good sir writes in, uh, just like you can too, if you go over and add us on at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, uh, you can also go to the Trophy Room Discord server and ask your questions there, and we'll answer them on the show each and every Thursday. Good sir writes, overall, thought the show was super solid. Definitely the best state of play we've seen so far. My state of play highlights stray season. Eternal Nights and Roller Dome. Oh, look nice. at good sir. I disrespected you so much in the beginning. How uh, dare he? How dare I? Kaliso, oh sorry, this comes from Gav's Goaty. Uh Kaliso Protocol looks great. Excited that it comes out this holiday. Major Dead Space vibes, and I'm all here for it. Uh and then Famous Seamus says. I was late to the show, so I miss a bunch of announcements. The Resident Evil stuff, No Man's Sky, Walking Dead, etc. I thought the state of play was amazing. Horizon VR looks awesome. Stray looks cute. Kalisto Protocol looks amazing. Spider-Man PC was a neat announcement. Roller Dome, Eternal Nights. Look, I'm really just shitting on our whole audience here. Uh, Street Fighter VI, <laughs> Tunic Season were also great. Final Fantasy sixteen was great to end the show. There wasn't a single moment I didn't like. Even the one I liked the least, Street Fighter VI, looks good. I'm going to give this show, uh, the state of play, a 10 out of 10. This was a gold standard of how state of plays should be. Cloudside agrees by writing, this was definitely one of the best state of plays. Had great pacing, a big opening and closing game, sprinkled with great indies, a good variation of genres too. God of War will probably get its own state of play. Absolutely. I'm going to read two more. Clear Wings writes, I really love this state of play. So many great titles and trailers. Shout out to uh, SF6, RE4 Remake, FF16, and Stray for delivering the goods. And Jedi Master Ren writes in, where you're at with this state of play overall, how would you rate it? So us going through it, our initial reactions were positive, but now actually going through the state of play itself, Kyle, how do you feel? We've said all the things that actually came out during the state of play. Where would you rate this bad boy? 10 out of 10. We'll do, it, 10 we'll do a number or letter? Uh, numbers. Numbers. Numbers? Yeah, yeah. I would give this a... Gotta be realistic here. Just... Gotta be. Don't just be like 10 out of 10. No, PlayStation no, no, number no, no. one, Xbox sucks. I would say... An 8.75. 8.75. Real close okay. to a nine. Um, okay. Still <laughs> fantastic. You, the, you, you broke out the decimal points. I, I love did. that. I did. <laughs> it was it was fantastic. Okay. The only thing that I wish for is, I, I honestly, I told you during the show, I wish it was longer. <laughs> I wish we had more because <laughs> that... <laughs> I'm usually good at shrugging those off, Joe, and uh, you got me there. Um, it just it, it left me wanting more. Who? Yeah. Uh, and I I wish there was a little bit more VR stuff too, as well. There's yeah. only like three or four there, and they were all like bigger things. Um, so yeah, there was room to grow, of course, okay. but it was stellar. Stellar. Um, I think this is ten ten out of ten show, and Xbox is fucking dead. <laughs> You write that down. I, I thought PlayStation down. was dead before this. No, like both of them are dead, but like Xbox, like the body's way more cold. Mm. <laughs> okay. No, I, 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 uh, jokes aside, this, I love this state of play. And I think y'all are right. This is the gold standard. This is what you make your state of plays 
act and feel like. Like they truly matter. And this is not just an obligation. You actually wanted to put the show together. You had some legitimate surprises that no one saw coming. Um, and even the things that we knew were going to be there looked really good. So like RE4, you know, Street Fighter Six, all those looked fantastic. I think this is a great preview of PlayStation VR 2. Like Horizon looks phenomenal. It looks mm-hmm. like Half-Life Alex level VR, and I am totally about that. Um, knowing that there's third-party support for PlayStation VR in major ways like Resident Evil 4 or Village goes to show that, yes, they're pouring money to make this thing a success. So I I really dug that. So to me, I'm going to squeak right a passion. I need a decimal point here. This is a solid nine. This is This is the thing that I think for state of plays, this needs to be... This needs to be it uh, for PlayStation going forward. So I I truly loved it. What was your, let's just say, let's just break it down to two. Or you could cheat, do three. What what was your biggest games there? Top three, you could say. Uh, Oh, man. Horizon Call of the Mountain, or Call of the Mountain. Yeah. Um, The Mountain. The Mountain. Uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat. Oh, oh, okay, okay. The lineup of indies. Oh, I think the lineup of the lineup of indies of was so impressive. Yeah, it's great. Um, so for me, it's Horizon, Call of the Mountain. Looks fantastic. Can't wait. Um, I will say Final Fantasy 16 looked really good and as a non final fantasy hardcore person this is getting me interested in trying it out um mm-hmm. and, and dipping my my feet in because i do like the you know medieval fantasy setting that this game has compared to you know what others before the more modern or futuristic whatever you'd like to call it um setting uh so i'm i'm down for that I want to see. I want something new. I want something that challenges my preconceived notions, because um, that's what games like Bloodborne did help open up my eyes to new and better things. So, Final Fantasy sixteen there, and I would say Callisto Protocol was probably the game for me as a big Dead Space fan and Stan. We need to get Glenn Schofield on on this show because I want to just pick oh, his pick yeah. his brain. And and I want to understand what nightmares he, this man has. <laughs> yeah, tell me about your horror. What did, what did I read it as? Horror <laughs> diversity or whatever yeah. it was. What is to, what? Ah, what goes on in your brain? What, I what don't is know, that? But it's terrifying. Horror engineering. Excuse me. Horror engineering. Well, there you go. How? What, what? How do you sleep at night, sir? <laughs> <laughs> how do you not? But like, honestly. This show was fantastic because I'm buying most of these games. Yes, right. We're so, not we're not saying like, oh, there was like one or two for me. Yeah, the whole show was like for me. I don't, there's not one game that was shown off that I'm not going to play. Probably. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, I want to thank everybody in the live chat for joining us on this week's Trophy Room. For everybody Yay. listening in. Thank you all so much for listening in. This means so much to us. Um, And if you have missed the actual news show that we normally do each and every Thursday, that's actually the the episode before. So go check that out because we had a lot of fun recording that as well. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? Sure. I'm going to. Oh, I should have prepared for this. Uh, Spotlight yourself. Uh, yes, but there was something else I wanted to do, and Uh-oh. oh, oh no, oh no, uh, <laughs> Mr. K step everywhere. Uh, you know the deal. Six one indie s i x o n e i n d i e dot com Twitter, all that jazz. We're do we're teaming up with Point in Progress to do a bunch of live reacts to a summer game fest. Uh, all the indie dev shows. Go check us out over on Twitch.tv slash six one indie. Um, I'm not going to find it in time. Oh, here. Yeah, I found it. Perfect. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. 
and I feel bad. And I thought of it today. I was like, oh, I don't want to abandon this. So okay. our uh, the community share play segment, I want to highlight Katie. Katie. Uh, Katie streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Katie. That's three E's at the end. K-A-T-I-E-E-E. 120 go check her out she streams a whole bunch of really cool stuff and it's just an awesome person so go yeah. support her she's fantastic uh, literally I'd, I'd have her streams up over on the afternoon because you know she streams in the uk so it's nice for her yeah. when i when, when i was working in pr so yeah go check out katie's stuff she's fantastic she's amazing so uh even if you could toss me a link to her streams uh and i'll um, you know link in the description for absolutely that. You can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on uh, on tw- Twitter. I was going to say Twitch again. And just for last, or you know, technically this week's show, Kyle, you said something that was disturbing. You said delicious nom noms at the end. No, that- uh, no, uh, sweet num nums. S- sweet num nums. Yeah. Okay. You said who whoever's listening, please message us. Sweet yes. num nums. Just so we end. know that everyone listens to the whole show. Okay. We got a five-star review from <laughs> Fix yes! It or Else. Yes. And they go, delicious nom-noms. Yes. Five stars. Oh, I appreciate you. Five trophies. Um, nice. What should we tell them to say this time? I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Just go a little H-U. Period. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. I'll read it on the show. Uh, and with that said, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell us why you love us. It really does help us out. It grows this big, beautiful family, but it also helps us as we're grinding here. Get some positive feedback. It really does help us out. And you can give us a five-star review over on Spotify. That greatly helps us as well. Get us closer to those top uh, 100 charts. It really does help us chart and helps us, again, grow. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. I love you.